everybody, that's Allie. And that is Dash. Welcome to our playdate. Where we choose a game, sometimes make up our own rules, and play for a while. Enjoy listening and playing along. Or don't. We can't hear you. It's a podcast. All right, you have your bubbly water? I have it. This is, what is this flavor? It's like a cherry, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry, which is one of my favorite ones. Oh, good. I'm glad I I thought I remembered it correctly. Yeah. That cherry, you like cherry cherry's flavored. a good one. Cherry's a good one. I mean, I feel like of flavors, if you go with red, it's going to be good. <laughs> right? Like green, yellow. You don't know. It's a, it's really a mixed bag. It's a toss-up. Well, red, red is always good. I don't know, because red can sometimes be watermelon when you're not expecting it. No, that's pink. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I don't like fake watermelon. Gotcha. But red is always, it's going to be like a cherry. It's going to be like a raspberry. Okay. It's going to be good. Fruit punch. Oh, it's going to be a fruit punch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be good. Yeah. But like. I think that's where it messes. Because sometimes somebody's like, what flavor Gatorade? You can't just say red. Because red could either be like a strawberry or a cherry or a fruit punch. You have to be specific. Yeah. When it comes to red. I mean, I'm I'm not a Gatorade drinker in general, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just feel like if you're going to go with a flavor, right? Like bag of candy, mm-hmm. pick the red ones. It's going to okay. be good. Yeah, fair. You know? Fair. Licorice. Yeah. The red one is better. Yes. Facts. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, welcome, little ghosties. I hope. I hope you're enjoying a red flavor. Yeah, right now. Right I hope you're now. enjoying a red flavor wherever you are. Perhaps a cherry Jolly Rancher or a <laughs> a lovely Twizzler. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of which are sponsors of this podcast. Right. A cherry blow pop. A cherry blow pop. Yeah. Who has had the same commercial since 1968. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if if it works. I guess so, yeah. It's the same commercial with that owl and the turtle. One, a two, three. <laughs> yeah. I never three. made it without biting. That's not a, a blow pop, though. That's a Tootsie Pop. That is a Tootsie Pop. A tootsie You're pop. right. See how very different. terrible the marketing <laughs> Very, very different. Yeah. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Are we sure? It's a, yeah, it is a Tootsie Pop. It's a Tootsie Pop. The owl commercial is a Tootsie Pop. Okay. 100%. Which was the blow pop commercial? I don't. I could not tell you a blow pop commercial. Huh? Maybe we all just. I don't. I don't pop. like the blow pop. I. I think the Tootsie Pop is a superior product. Really? Yeah, because the gum inside the blow pop is actually disgusting. Inter- I see. And I you get see like the other way two around. good chews out of it, and then it just is inside <laughs> your mouth, and you're like, well. Now I have to find a garbage can to spit this in because I I was so excited about this blow pop that I just threw caution to the wind and threw and threw the wrapper <laughs> away and took a walk and now there's no garbage cans near me and I'm stuck with this disgusting gum and also a stick or is a Tootsie Pop <laughs> the Tootsie Roll in the middle mm-hmm. there's an end date for that right okay. you chew and you swallow it and it's over and it's done and then yeah. you're just you have a stick okay. I, that you need to dispose of. How do I point. say this? I see your opinion and I appreciate it, but I disagree. And that's okay. That's fine, but you're incorrect. <laughs> you're 100% incorrect about that. So the, today, the Tootsie Pop is a superior product. Today, we are it. playing a game called I Should Have Known That. And it's by one of our uh, favorite card companies called. Um, Hugo Games. Hugo Games. Yeah, we played their stuff a couple of times before, and yeah, uh, 
Now we're going to play I Should Have Known That, and we have uh, Allie's mom to thank for that. Yeah, so thank you to my mom for uh, for sending us this game to play on the pod. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Let's see if we actually know things that we should have known. Yeah. So each one of these cards has four questions and four answers on the back, and I feel like it's a uh, do you know the most kind of a deal. Okay, so, so I, I have to do a full card or we're going right. back and forth with it? No, right. Let's just do a full card. Okay. Uh, so, Allie, mm-hmm. what does someone with acrophobia fear? Acrophobia? Yeah. Can you spell it? Yes. A-C-R-O-phobia. Acrophobia. Acrophobia. Would you like its country of origin? <laughs> Is, yes. Um Acro is Latin. <laughs> right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say fear of flying, and my logic is the word acrobat. Mm, mm-hmm. You were very close. It's actually a fear of heights. Fear of heights. Yeah. But oh, very close, flying. Yeah. Okay. Being up high, flying, yeah, flying through right. the air. That makes sense. Fear of it's, heights. It says uh, subtract five points if answered incorrectly. Wow, I'm at minus five. So That's very aggressive, Hugo. <laughs> you're already games. at minus five. Very In aggressive. what century did Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart live? In what century um, did Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart live? How about the 17th century? So close. He lived in the 1700s. So the 18th century. Yeah, the 18th century. Okay. So 1756 to 1791. And you are minus three points if answered incorrectly. Okay. I'm so, at minus eight. I'm crushing this. You're so at minus fast. eight. Well, you can you can come back with this one. Okay. Um, in what state is the city of Boston? In what state is the city of Boston? Yes. Massachusetts. Yes, Massachusetts. Don't ask me to spell it because I cannot. <laughs> M. Yeah. A. S. S. Massachusetts. Right. <laughs> I lived in Boston for a year. It mm-hmm. would be sad if, or not a year. I'm sorry, a summer. It would be sad if I didn't. But well, would you just always shortened it to M A S S? Yeah. Yeah. It is the second most frequently used airport in the world and Chicago's largest international airport. What's it called? Chicago O'Hare. O'Hare International okay. Airport. I'll give it to you. Okay, I, right. I would not have said that. I would have said it was a different airport, but the really? Chicago gave it away. Yeah. All oh, right, the Chicago gave it the away. The Chicago yeah. gave it away. Yeah, I thought, I don't know. I thought Denver was a very frequently used airport. What's Denver's uh, call sign? I don't know. Then, then probably not. Like yeah. everybody knows Chicago Air. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And New York LaGuardia. Mm-hmm, but New York also JFK. JFK Airport. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's like a... And Newark. You can fly into Newark and still go to New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But is that an international airport? Newark? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Newark International? Yeah. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah. I think you can be an international airport if you have literally one international <laughs> flight. Like, you just have one plane that goes to the Bahamas once a week or something. And you're done. Yeah, that's it. Or Canada or... Oh, Canada. Pro- oh, yeah. I don't know if Puerto Rico counts. I don't know if that would is that international. Right, right. That's the question. I don't know. That's a great Puerto Rico's a funny country because it's its own thing, but it's also the United States. But like they have their own Olympic team. They have their own Miss Universe. 
Yeah. But also it's part of the U.S. Right. So is it though? And from what I understand, you cannot vote for president if you are in Puerto Rico. Huh. You can only vote for president if you are Puerto Rican and not in Puerto Rico. Really? Like you have to be in the States to vote mm-hmm. as a Puerto Rican person. I wonder how true That's that is. That's what I thought. I don't know. I'm not Puerto Rican. You're just spreading. But rumor. someone told me that. Okay. <laughs> I am just spreading misinformation and rumors and lies <laughs> on this number one podcast. Why don't you go ahead and draw a card for me? Okay. How many points did I end up with? Eight. I ended up with. So minus eight plus no, eight. It was, or, like, it was like minus five minus three which plus is minus eight, eight plus eight. Okay, so I'm at eight. Yeah. Okay, great. Math. <laughs> Math is hard. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is your favorite meal. What is the name of the course that combines seafood and red meat? That I believe is called Surf and Turf. Correct. Yeah. So it says subtract seven points, which I guess means. I just did it the other way. Seven? I guess you get seven you if you get, get it correct. Seven? Yeah. Okay. Do we just start with a hundred? We should have read the rules. We I don't. Th- that's the thing. It's there fine. are no rules. <laughs> it's fine. What yeah, is... it doesn't say there are no rules. That's what I like because then we just do what we want. Yeah. What is the address of the British Prime Minister? Oh, it's um. <sighs> oh my goodness, uh, two twenty one B Baker Street. What? No, that's no, Sherlock Holmes. Absolutely not. Uh, Abbey Road. No, no, that's the Beatles. That's uh, also not a full address. Yeah. Just a crosswalk. Uh, mm, Did I say? I the dodgy end? <laughs> the dodgy end. No, it's 10 Downing Street. 10 Downing Street. I died Downing on my head, but I couldn't remember the number. You're like, Robert Downey Jr.? Tony Stark? <laughs> it's Tony Stark, right? 12 Stark Tony Street. Stark Avenue. <laughs> Did I tell you I've been to I've been to uh, Abbey Road? Have you? Did you do the crosswalk thing like all? The, I did do the crosswalk the thing, tourists. but then someone came by and they were like, "That's not the crosswalk. It's actually this one over here." And then we were like, "Well, now the sun is going down." Oh, so I don't know which is the right cl- crosswalk. I did see Abbey Road Studios. My name is somewhere on the oh cool on the wall out there, but oh. I don't know which crosswalk it is. It's the one that everybody was lining up to take pictures at during there the red light. There was not anyone there. <laughs> And I, I think I was there with a genuine Brit. I might not have been. Mm. I don't remember. Anyway, I've been to Abbey Road. Nice. Uh, what is the nickname of Manchester United FC? Uh, Manchester United is. Oh my God! I'm gonna get so hated on by so many people. <sighs> is it the Big Red? So close. Oh, what was it? The Red Devils. The Red Devils. Red Devils! This is a very UK-centric card. A little bit, yeah. Okay, so that was plus seven, plus seven, minus five. So we're at nine Nine. for you. You're already beating me. What do the H and O in H2O, the chemical formula for water, stand for? Hydrogen and oxide. Again? You said, what does the H and O Mm -hmm. in H2O stand for? Uh-huh. Two, uh not oxide. I'm sorry. Two hydrogen atoms. Uh-huh. And one carbon atom? No. Oxygen. 
H2O. You said oxide. Oh, which sorry. Is different. Yeah. Sorry. Oxygen. Yeah. I'm not giving you that one because I'm mad about just, it. Oh. No, I'm not giving it to you because I'm mad because you you said <laughs> hydrogen oxide, yeah. which is a different thing. Right, because one, so H2O is two hydrogen, one oxygen. Yes. Where HO is hydrogen monoxide, but it's not hydrogen monoxygen, it's hydrogen monoxide. And also, no. Tech, no. another Listen. technical term for water is hydrogen monoxide, uh, dioxide. No, <laughs> I'm I no, I did not take chemistry. Dehydrogen monoxide. That means two hydrogen and one oxygen. Listen, we've become a fake news <laughs> podcast. All right, I don't know what Dash is talking about. Okay. I've never taken chemistry, so I genuinely don't know. But I do know it's hydrogen and oxygen, there was, not oxide. There was an old joke that went around before the I'm internet. I'm not giving it to you. Okay, you have nine points. <laughs> <laughs> where somebody started posting it around like break rooms and stuff that it was like the government is putting this in all of our food it's dehydrogen monoxide it's responsible for so many deaths per year it creates a, a breeding ground for mosquitoes and it's like it's water it's water with the name dehydrogen monoxide but whatever there was a time before the internet. There was a time before the That's internet. That's what I'm taking away. When people just had to post memes, but in your own office. No, you know how we did it back then? Right? Like you, you had something it. funny. You printed it and would carry with me like, look at this. But you, and then you took it back. But you took 25 minutes to print it because you clicked on it and it literally loaded line by line yeah. by line oh. by line. And then your sister yelled at you because she wanted to use the internet. Yes. But you were downloading the funniest picture mm -hmm. of all time so that you could print it and take it to school tomorrow and show people how awesome you were. You truly don't funny. know what patience is until you had to print using a dot matrix My. printer. <laughs> Although I do feel there's like a lost joy in printing banners. Do there you remember yeah. that mm -hmm. joy? Mm -hmm. When all the all the pages were stuck together mm -hmm. and like 30 minutes later, you had a banner that said happy birthday. Yeah. And the H and, and happy to, was all the letter H. Yes. And, and yeah. you got to rip the paper from the big ream mm -hmm. of paper and then rip the sides of the paper. Yeah, carefully because you uh, very carefully. Otherwise, you're going to mess up the banner. And right. that's another 30 minutes of printing. <laughs> and also your parents are going to be mad because one, you used half the paper mm -hmm. and two, you used half the ink. And for some reason, the paper was lined green and white. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember the, the paper no, being lined? I yeah. don't remember that. Oh, <laughs> I want to just print a banner. Just the joy. I feel like the joy that I would feel. Yeah. They still sell it. When they I was, still sell yeah, that When paper? I was working at the um, the office supply store that I'm not going to say the name of, but it was a, a depot of office supplies. And uh, I still stocked dot matrix printer paper wow. every, every day. I would have to refill the shelf. So somebody was coming in and buying dot matrix printer paper. Someone is out there living their best life just printing banner after banner <laughs> after banner. Or ledgers. You it's know. happy birthday. Yeah. It's happy Valentine's Day. It's Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's happy Hanukkah. I'm living. Well, yeah. Or you can just go on Etsy and find somebody to bring it for you. But yeah, yeah it's not the same joy. It's I not guess. the same. No, the joy is in <laughs> the experience of the print. Yeah. It's not in seeing the banner. Who cares oh, about the banner? I wonder why anybody would even buy a dot matrix printer now. There's got to be a reason. Uh, uh. Uh, Allie, how do you say hi in French? 
Bonjour. Yes, or salut. What? Okay. There's five points. Sure. What was the name of the two brothers who published the fairy tales, Cinderella, Rapunzel, and Sleeping Beauty in 1812? Grimm? Do I need their first names? You don't need their first name, but they they had a different nomenclature than just Grimm. The Brothers Grimm? The Brothers Grimm, correct. That is another Well, said brothers points. in the question, didn't it? Yes. That's why I didn't want to repeat brothers. Oh, got you. Okay. So oh, you're- were there Hans and- Hans. France, <laughs> Grimm, Hansen, Hans Otto. Grimm? <laughs> I don't remember the real names. I don't either. I, I, th- I th- remember they made like a Matt Damon Heath Ledger yes, movie. I was about to say that, that yes. I sort of saw part of. <laughs> and it was it was supposed to be like these are the real origins of where they got but the also, ideas didn't for their Heath story. Ledger fully have an Australian accent and Matt Damon fully have an American accent in that Probably. movie. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I listen. I haven't seen it. I saw part of it. <laughs> Someone tell us, but that's fully wild. <laughs> yeah, I only saw the part where the gingerbread man gets up and runs away, and it's like, oh, that's where that story came from. Oh, that's not Shrek? No. Okay. <laughs> Shrek okay. got it from them. Got it. Uh, so you're at eight points right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie, what are the Japanese poems called with 17... Haiku. Si- yes. Haiku, and I'm going to finish it. With 17 syllables in the pattern 575 called. A haiku. A haiku. And that's three points. So you're at 11. Listen, listen. I'm a creative writing teacher. Here's a hack. Students. (laughs) (laughs) When you got to turn in a poem at the last minute, haiku. Counts. It counts. (laughs) Fully counts as a poem. (laughs) And then you can say it's part of a quote series. And then just minds are blown. (laughs) Make sure it's about nature. That's how it really That goes really down. drives it home. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or makes no sense, and then it's just a thinker. <laughs> no, it has to... It, uh, traditional haikus are, are about nature. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So just make it about nature, Yeah. like a leaf or some. Ellie, what art style is associated with Claude Monet? Uh, impressionism. Impressionism, correct. I was, points. Yeah, I was fully obsessed with Monet yeah. when I was uh, a kid. Really? Yeah. You were a Monet girl. Yeah. I really liked, uh, I don't know. I really liked it. And then when I was a kid, I don't know if anybody remembers this. I'm going to dig real deep. But there was a character in a book Mm. and her name was Linnea. And she would kind of go through these different Monet paintings and kind of talk about them. And like, it was a story, right? Like she was telling the story, Mm. but the the background images were like these Monet paintings. Hmm. And uh, I had a couple of those books. I wish I knew where they were. And I had her as like a little stuffed doll. So yeah, I was into Claude wow. Monet when I was like Look at you. 11. That's super interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So how many points was that whole card that, was that I just crushed? That was 14. You just crushed the entire card. So 14 plus 8. This is a math 22. podcast. 22. It's 22. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You should have known that. Math. <laughs> math. Uh, what scientist is famous for formulating the law of universal gravitation? Does it tell you what the law of universal gravitation is? I mean, gravity. Newton? What's his first name? Isaac? Yeah. Yes, Isaac Newton. Not true about the apple. You know what's funny? (laughs) You know what's funny? How is it a universal law or the Mm -hmm. law of universal gravitation when technically gravity is still just a theory? Okay, right? so a theory isn't 
I don't want to sound like I'm mansplaining this. Um, so are you legitimately asking why is it a theory yeah. and it's a law? Yeah. How okay. can it be a law and a theory at the same? Well, okay, wait. I'm going to answer my own question. <laughs> yeah, answer your own question. technically the law, mm-hmm. as in the long arm of, <laughs> is also theoretical mm-hmm. because that's why we have things like the Supreme Court because people interpret the laws differently. Okay. Based on the way that they're worded. Mm, right? And so sure. that's why cases go to the Supreme Court because some not always, obviously I'm simplifying things, but like mm-hmm. so some law will say you know, here here are the parameters of this thing and somebody else could argue well, this word actually means this other meaning. And so those are not the parameters. These are the parameters. Sure. but Like the idea that you don't legally even own your own body. Right. Yeah. Like if you like. (laughs) Oh, wow. No, but like there have been there have been court cases where someone gave like a man. uh, No, I think a a woman gave her husband a kidney or vice versa. Uh And then one of them cheated on the other one. (laughs) And the one who gave the kidney was like, excuse me, I want my kidney back. And Mm. and they were like, no, but he's like, it was my kidney though. And they were like, but you gave it to someone else. Right. You've already given it to them. Right. So you like don't actually legally Mm. even own your own body. (laughs) So like maybe all the law is theoretical and that's why gravity is a theory, but also a law. Well, okay. So, so let's not conflate, um, law, in that regard versus like scientific law and theory um in science it being a law just means that it is true every time right so it's it'll but then it's not a theory if it's true every time correct but in science having a theory is not uh having a theory doesn't mean that it hasn't been proven true Having a theory just means that it, has it hasn't been, been proven, proven false. Untrue. Right. Okay. So a lot of times when people argue like, oh, you say science, this and that, but it's only a theory. Well, yeah, but theory doesn't mean that, oh, I'm just assuming it. A theory isn't an assumption. I'm not just assuming that this thing would happen and hoping for the best. A theory just means, hey, I have this uh, this much evidence that tells me that every other time this has happened, this was the result. So a theory just means that if it happens again, if that same sequence of things happens again, the theory is that this result is going to happen. And the result is the law of gravitational pull, which so. I'm sorry, the law of universal. The gravitation. law of universal gravitation. <laughs> also, do you want to find you want you want to hear something super interesting about gravity? I've wanted nothing more my entire <laughs> lifetime. I woke up so, this morning and I said, man, if I could find out a gravity fact yeah. today. So gravity is super fascinating. Um, <laughs> and all you have to do is like ask people. Um, hey, man, how do you feel about <laughs> gravity? Right. It throws everything off. And um, because every really doesn't it just pull everything down? Isn't that not, not down? That's ju- that's just <laughs> it is that everything has gravity. Every single thing has gravity. Everything is pulling towards each other, right? So you and me sitting here have gravity. We're technically pulling towards each other. It's just that we are also, there's other factors like air and volume and the temperature and the fa- the uh, friction on the couches that are keeping us from apart. And also 
you have a gravity and I have a gravity. So they're kind of counteracting each other. Okay. So gravity is both the strongest and the weakest force that exists. You can like planes break gravity all the time because they're flying through the air. Wind is keeping up a giant metal plane. It is defying gravity using just the power of but also right a black hole is literally just gravity right a black hole is literally just gravity it's just like hella gravity yeah and it is impact like the moon the gravity of the moon is strong enough to impact waves right here on earth right uh the uh, saturn is so huge the saturn the saturn is so huge that its gravity and the sun's gravity counteract each other in such a way where technically Saturn isn't, this is going to blow your mind. Technically Saturn isn't orbiting the center of the sun, but rather a point just outside the sun's at uh, helio, whatever it's called, the atmosphere of the sun. Was it the heliosphere? Right. Something like that. I, I want to, I, maybe it's the heliosphere. I like but, it. That's a cool yeah. word. But the basic gist of it is that like, it's not that the Saturn is being pulled by the sun, is that they are pulling each other and rotating around a central They're point. fighting? It's so cool. Look, listen, if you get a chance to look this up, look it up. It is the coolest thing. Also, we don't do research, everybody. Right. So, so have every- fun with your Wikipedia <laughs> and your Google machines. Yeah, everything we're saying, take with a grain podcast. of salt, because I am by no means a scientist. I just know a lot of cool stuff about space. Like there's a there's there there is theoretically a planet X just beyond Neptune, or not just beyond, but way beyond Neptune that is impacting all sorts of objects in the outer uh, solar system mm-hmm. that just hasn't been discovered yet. And a lot of times you're like, oh yeah, but it hasn't been discovered. We can't see it. Pluto was discovered mathematically several years before it was, it was actually seen. discovered yeah i just heard something the other day that basically the distance from the earth to the sun fits inside us to pluto nine times like that's how far away yeah, it Pluto's is very far i don't away. know if it was earth to the sun yeah it was, well it was earth, definitely like earth to the sun is known as an au so like that distance is known as an astronomical unit and it is a unit of measurement so pluto could be nine AUs away from the sun yeah anyway Pluto is far and I still believe in you Pluto I think you're a planet (laughs) just get just get a little bit bigger Pluto just put on some muscle mass get get to the gym work out a little bit Get your protein shakes yeah do it do it smart do what everybody does after a breakup do whatever Henry Cavill did to get ripped for (laughs) Superman get you a personal trainer and some cardio yeah um dash yes what is the Italian word for ham the Italian, uh, jamon. No. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no. The Italian. So the French word is, um, pork. No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, and the Spanish word is jamon. Italian's got to be close by. It's got to be like jamming. It is not. What is it? Prosciutto. Get out. It's prosciutto. Really? Yeah. So when I have like one of those mozzarella cheese sticks wrapped in prosciutto, all I'm really eating is ham and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Lame. I know. <laughs> um, Sorry, we really went off on a rant. Prosciutto melone is really just ham and melon. <laughs> okay. Which is gross. <laughs> we we really um, went off on a rant about gravity for a little bit. <laughs> space is cool. I, I do have to say space is cool. Um, That was minus five. I'm, you keep track of your own points. Sure. I'm at 12. So that was plus five for the first one <laughs> and then minus five. So you're I'm at, at a zero. Net zero. I'm at okay. zero. 
How long is the average menstrual cycle? 28 days? Yes. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Very good job. I know women. Yeah. You're not like those dudes at NASCA asking <laughs> Sally Ride, do you need 100 tampons for a week? Yes. <laughs> is 100 enough? Is 100... Just give her a whole suitcase full only of tampons. Also, do you know how much jet fuel that is to take that extra weight of tampons up into space? 100 <laughs> tampons. <laughs> I was talking about it earlier with somebody and I was like, I bet you they tried to design different tampons and then they were just like, I don't understand right. any of it. I'm with just going to walk away. Without the I'm just walking. <laughs> just give her a hundred tampons and stop talking about it. Right. Everybody knows the number is closer to like, <laughs> like 30. Stop. <laughs> All right. What are you eating? If you are. Oh, that was uh, that was plus six. Okay. I love that these numbers are completely arbitrary, I think. <laughs> um, what are you eating if you're eating a golden delicious? An apple. You are. You're eating an apple. I do golden like a delicious. golden delicious those are the, apple. Those are my favorite apples, golden delicious. They're very good. With a little peanut butter. Mm, yum. That's a top tier snack. That was a plus five. Okay. So you're net plus 11 for this one. All right. Cool. All right. So uh, I'm we're tied. I was, I'm at 22. <laughs> Okay, so I'm plus 11 and I was like plus 8 on this one, so I'm at like plus 20 now. So I, I, you win. Okay, I'm at yeah. peace with that. Let's do let's do one more, and but we're not going to look at the answer. Okay, okay. we're going to see who knows. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, so pick, Allie, pick a number between 1 and 4. 3. 3. What does the, oh, come on. What does the company Ben and Jerry's produce? Ice cream. Ice cream, correct. Yay. Ice cream. That was very easy. They produce ice cream. You pick one. That's not one. Okay. One. That's not number three. Uh, two. The 19th century goldsmith Fabergé is best known for creating what type of objects? Eggs. Specifically Easter eggs, but sure. Mine was worth nine points. Yours was only worth three. Therefore, All I right, win. So you win. Allie wins this round. <laughs> Allie wins. I should have known that. Uh, I knew some of it, I guess. Yeah, we I knew, knew some of it. I, we knew some of it. Yeah, I, and a lot of stuff about space well, that, that we that do not claim <laughs> is factual. We do not do research. I yes. cannot emphasize this enough. Uh, yeah, things you should look up at work instead of actually working. Uh, where is just Google <laughs> space? Yeah, Saturn's gravitational pull with the sun. Uh, look up astronomical units to Pluto. Ham in Italian. <laughs> Ham in Italian. Uh, and look up Planet X. You will not be bored, I promise you. Yeah, so that was I Should Have Known That by Hugh Games. Hugh Games. And that was fun. I had a yeah, good time. We Thanks. love their stuff. They're, they're great yeah. games for not really winning, but like just talking and right. sharing. And having fun, yeah. And having fun. We like games where there's no winners or losers. So... Because I it like doesn't games. feel so bad no, when I Allie wins. I like <laughs> games where there's a winner. And I, I won, and that's what's important. And thank you to my mom for sending us this yeah. game to play. Thank you, Allie's mom. If you want us to say your actual name on the podcast, please make it very clear <laughs> that you want us to say your name. Otherwise, we're just going to dance around it like a bunch of square dancers. <laughs> and you're you're the middle of the square. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. So until next week, thank you for joining us on another play date with Dash and Allie. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Now we'd love to hear from you. You can visit playdatepod.us to watch our videos, access our episode library, find out more about our brand of quality, clean comedy, and contact us with any questions or comments. Improvisers love audience suggestions, so make sure you visit playdatepod.us. And the podcast you just heard was a production of Society Circus Players. If you like what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. And finally, if life's a circus, we're the clowns. I like that you put the mics on the old mic stand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you told me you like these better. Yeah, I so. do. I like it much better. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> so four to six inches. <laughs> four, four to six inches.